have been hovering today between the cloud of unknowing above and the cloud of forgetting below. Being in the clouds is pleasant enough. It's the hovering. No chopper pad, no place to set down, except right here, where the dog is asking for another biscuit. From Maine poet Deborah Moskowitz, Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for April 12th to 19th, 2013, the first quarter of the pink moon. Some natural events for this quarter moon this past week. Your commentator was walking here and there, noticing small new holes in the soil with tiny mounds next to them, wormholes and worm castings. Now that the frost is out of the ground, the earthworms have begun their eternal work of plowing up the soil for the new season. Charles Darwin's last book was... The formation of vegetable mold through the action of worms with observations on their habits, published in 1881. He wrote, It may be doubted that any other animals have played so important a part in the history of the world as these lowly organized creatures. Without the work of this humble creature, who knows nothing of the benefits he confers on mankind. Agriculture as we know it, would be very difficult, if not impossible. Charles Darwin died the following year, and he hoped to be given to the worms in the local churchyard, but instead he was buried with pomp in Westminster Abbey. But the worms will not be cheated forever. Here's a field and forest report. Goldfinches are decked out in their new yellow spring suits for courting, as juncos and song sparrows call from the woods, Tractors bounce along the roads as the spring plowing is underway where the ground is dry enough. Crocuses and scylla are in bloom in the dooryard, and daffodils and lilies show their green spikes above the earth. Mountain report, recent rains kept the summit obscured by mist while water rushed down the slopes. Vernal pools in the woods are still filled with ice, though spring peepers are reported calling in warmer pools and ponds. Mosses and lichens luxuriate in sun and rain on the rocky slopes. This is their moment in the sun when they get its undivided attention until they are shaded again when fresh new leaves come back to the trees. Here's a rank opinion. It's been debated for ages whether or not animals have feelings like ours. To suggest that they do is to commit the unscientific sin of anthropomorphizing, making other creatures seem too much like us, and thus making it harder to abuse them, as we do. The current issue of Time magazine, April 15th, explores the question of whether animals grieve. Recent research has found fascinating ways in which animals understand death and do mourn and grieve. Elephants may carry around the bo- uh, gather around the body of a dead herd mate for days. 
Crows gather to cover the body of one of their own with grass and twigs. Apes protect the bodies of their dead and may carry their dead young for many days. This will not be news to millions who know the ways of animals and feel kinship with them. Forty years ago this month, your commentator had his eyes open to new and wilder realms by a crow doing a ritual dance of mourning near the body of another. It changed my life forever. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first one from Ellen DeGeneres. I ask people why they have deer heads on their walls. Well, they always say, because it's such a beautiful animal. There you go. I think my mother's attractive, but I have photographs of her. And from Anatole France, until one has loved an animal, a part of one's soul remains unawakened. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>